What's up, Chicago? You're now listening to the What's Up Joe podcast. I'm the guy, Rashad Nasir. Marky J. Lance Vance. And we're here. Episode two. What's poppin', niggas? What's up? Well, you know, here on this rainy day. Yeah. Always. So like always it's rainy. always raining when we do this shit. What know? does that mean? That's a sign. Means- of what? Of of growth, of uh, rebirth. You're reaching. Um, yeah, you're yeah, reaching. Honestly, I, I feel like it's one of them oh, things where, where it's like, we could easily be like, you know what? No, nah, I don't want to do this shit today. It takes perseverance. Yeah, it takes definitely. Character. Dedication. That's what I it can, is. I can see that. Oh, but he's not reaching. It's fine. No, no, I can see the dedication, you know, but you, you were talking about p- plants and seeds and water growing hey. and, I mean, flowers and You asked for an interpretation. And, yeah, I yeah. gave you one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Mike could be reading children books. Anyway, how was you guys' weekends? <laughs> Pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, damn, today is Tuesday, right? Yep. Yeah, I ain't do much but work, you know. Just tell her. Um, my weekend was good. I worked mostly. Um, I was, I went to Henry's. Oh, yeah. We were at Henry's. Our, Shout our out spot to Khaled. Henry's, definitely. Our friend Khaled. Uh, yeah, our friend Khaled had a pop-up shop. Uh, and work apart. Great pop-up shop. Yeah, for his clothing line. An even yeah. better after party. An even better yeah. after party, yeah. What's the name of, of his, his clothing um, line? Collective. It's collective. Okay. With a K- like K-H-A-L-L. Yeah, like the beginning of his Oh, name. okay, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that was cool. And, I'm going to uh, charge him a fee for this little plug-in real quick. but <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. But uh, no, I mean, that was pretty much it. You know, the rest of the day has been kind of chill. I'm a little under the weather today, but seasonal allergies, you know, it happens. So otherwise, yeah. I'm pretty good. Okay. I'm going through the same thing and wouldn't have even known that that's what it was if Lance hadn't made me aware. So, <laughs> Well, first things first, and I hate to even start off with tragic news. I'll try to make it brief. Um, Chicago MC, um, I won't say a very good friend, but I, I, I knew her, um, a staple to the, the hip-hop music here, Henny B, uh, recently passed. Uh, I believe her funeral was yesterday. Um, if you don't know Henny B, um, Henny F Baby, uh, definitely check out her music via SoundCloud. She was dope, uh, a great personality. She loved the city so much. Um, unfortunate. I mean, she was only in her late twenties. Yeah. Um, as I said, I don't know what she passed from, but it's it's always unfortunate to hear young people die, especially somebody that has you know somewhat of a, of a of a magnetic you know in in our our local culture so definitely uh condolences to to her family and friends you know definitely r.i.p henny b you know remember you forever yeah. um so yeah man let's get straight into it what the fuck is happening today since we might as well talk about this now since it's already bubbling this um beyonce got bit on the face i see well, you didn't see it. You well, heard it. we didn't see it. Yeah. And if we would have saw that, I definitely think that would have broke the internet. Right. But, yeah, we heard, you know, according to Tiffany Haddish, uh, who did an interview with GQ a couple months ago, by the way, um, she said that at the uh, 444 after party back in December, there was an actress who <sighs> bit Beyonce in the face. Um, and... Yeah, <laughs> uh, and off 
some crazy ass, ass drugs. <laughs> exactly. Uh, bit Beyonce in the face, and um, Beyonce pretty much told Tiffany to stand down. You know, it's cool. You know, the chick is on drugs. You know, doesn't act this way. Blase, blase. Whatever the case may be, kind of brushed it off. Um, the whole story is just kind of bizarre. You know what I mean? I mean, it, I think that biting somebody in the face is um, not normal. In any regard, it's I, definitely going to be a, um, a new form of um, affection and grief <laughs> among, <laughs> among both eighteen and under. Yeah. Shit. you know what? You know what I just thought about too. It's just like you know, biting Beyonce, biting anybody. You know what I mean? It's just weird, okay? <laughs> Especially in the face, but biting Beyonce in the face is on the next level because Beyonce's face is a part of her brand. So yeah. like. I would imagine that, that person was worth millions. Millions, you know what I mean? <laughs> probably got it insured. Well, not. <laughs> uh, maybe you never know. Who know? I mean, you know, Rihanna got her legs insured. That, that is a thing. They're, they're worth that. a million bucks. Yeah. yeah. So somebody, um, <laughs> Tanya Harding's, <laughs> her, uh, when Nancy Kerrigan, I mean, Nancy Kerrigan's her legs, then you know they got worth some money. But anyway, I just think that biting Beyonce in the face was just so ballsy. Yeah. Like the repercussions and which I mean do we don't even know if there was any because according to the quote Beyonce was just like girl boom like it's just whatever you know what I'm saying like I don't give a shit she do she's this high shit. she's she on do this shit every year yeah, don't worry like, about this it this is a normal thing you know what I mean every six months I get my face bit on I like, had to uh, kick her out of the the 4th of July picnic <laughs> last year yeah, like, what? on the same shit I, I, the Rock Nation brunch bitches tweaking yeah <laughs> She just that auntie that get too drunk at the parties, <laughs> and she just needs to leave early. Like, listen, yeah. so look, this is what we know, right? I was Rachel Dozar. Why was she invited to the dinner? <laughs> Why was she there? Why was she there? Why are you there? Okay, First of so all, like, if you're rich enough to hang with Jay Z and and all the elites, why are you not? on better drugs that don't have these fucking okay. side effects. Well, you know, Tiffany Haddish was there. You know, no disrespect, but she's not necessarily an A-lister yet, I wouldn't think. I mean, she's buzzing. I mean, but if she was yeah. there, then they, you know, yeah. Monique may have Then it was there. a lax crowd. Yeah. <laughs> now, let's not. I'm reaching, Tiffany, I'm reaching, sweetie, I'm, reaching. I'm so sorry. I, I am so sorry. So, so, in other words, no more peasants at the... Uh, pretty much. Pretty much. Functions. So, what we do know from the quote... Um, in the interview that Tiffany did, we do know that it is considered an A-lister, whoever this white woman was, and she was on drugs, and um, it was established that, you know, it was a friend of the Carters, and she's not always like this. Um, it was definitely so, a white woman? Yeah, that's what it says. Um, oh, well, time to start narrowing this shit down. That's why, you know, I know Gwyneth Paltrow of being a really close friend with Beyonce and I mean she's an actress and I mean I could totally see her being like coked up yeah I mean I wouldn't put it faces. past her I don't know her like that she I don't I can't even Apple. name a I can't name a Gwyneth she named her Paltrow baby Apple? movie yeah she named her baby Apple so anything like Apple Apple yes oh uh, uh, okay yep. yeah I don't even know what she looked like I don't you know you don't know what Gwyneth Paltrow I looks really like. I can't name a movie know I know how her y'all keep up with Royal names and faces of actors and actresses because all of them look the same to me. Do you know? Do you know who um, Megan Fox is? She's a black girl, right? Oh, never mind. Oh, <laughs> Not Megan Good. 
I don't know these people. I don't know. I'm so just... is it is it? Do you feel like you know colored actors, whether you know they be black or you know whatever nationality? Do you feel like you know? I know everybody yeah. black. I feel like that's a magical thing. Huh. All white people look the same, but neither here nor there. That's true. But I feel like from an early age, like. I was exposed to a lot of like the white culture. You know who Lindsay Lohan is. Yeah. Okay. Only because she bought that matters for me before. That's, that's all that matters. Is it, yeah, is all, it that all that matters? As long as he knows who Lindsay Lohan is, <laughs> it's all that matters. So he's fine. <laughs> he's right. invited to their picnic. So she's look. She's a buyer. Yeah, she, well, she was. I mean, she's supposed to be supposedly summer now, but whatever. Okay, so look. If I had to guess, I would say Gwyneth Paltrow just based off of the relationship that I know she has with the Carters, and she looks like she may do drugs, so I'm going to say Gwyneth. I thought that this was, like, a troll thing, like, when people said that Jackie Chan died, like, when people, like, just oh, make up shit. I thought no. that that's what that was, and then when I found out it was real, I was like, why are y'all tripping, like, it's either Sir or Rumi did it, and, like, but I didn't know the source of the story was Tiffany Haddish, and that changes everything. Because Tiffany's that damn credible. Tiffany, right. Is she really credible at this well, point? Well, hey, listen. GQ reached out to Beyonce and I her crew, like... and they approved it. They said it was okay. For whatever reason, I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see him believe that there is some truth behind it I somewhere. feel like Tiffany's one of us, and she just like kind of gets a pass into the, like, these these arenas that like you know we really want, and, and then she comes and tells us the scoop. Mm. I guess that's where her credibility lies with me. Well, she is going to probably have to sign a non-disclosure if she hangs if out If she with wants to one. hang out Another with the queen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one. my God. Are y'all buying tickets to their tour? Um, I want to see her. I'm not even, I'm not part of the Beehive or anything, but I think that she would be a phenomenal, like, performer. Mm. And I just want to see her. She is. I mean, that's the only, I mean, you know, I'll, I'll play around and talk about Beyonce. You know, she irritates me at times, but yeah. I can't take away the fact that she is a good performer. Um, and she'll be here in Chicago the day after my birthday. And the day of my birthday. Right. So we kind of feel an obligation to kind of okay. see her, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I probably will. I haven't bought my tickets yet, though. I'm, I'm not in a rush. I'll say that, but yeah, I'll probably go. I'm yeah. not. I'm not in a hurry to cough up the coin for that yeah. show. Eh, I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, unless them niggas both collectively come with like new material. Or, well, or they say supposedly album. that that joint album. You know, they Jay Z said they recorded a joint album, but then once they were recording songs for that, organically they branched off they branched into off Lemonade and Four Four Four. And Jay Z, you know, was okay with Beyonce telling her story first and he felt like it made more sense and then that's when four 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 came out. So um there is an album. There is songs out there and it's rumored to drop around Coachella. So mm. it probably knowing knowing them, it's gonna be an, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be the collaboration album which I'm not necessarily too excited about. I mean I do think they make good music together yeah. but I'm not necessarily checking for a Beyonce and Jay Z collaboration album. No. I mean it's I feel like they've done so many songs together. It's like they're good in their own rights. You know, I don't think that they necessarily need to come out with a whole album together. And honestly, I think it would have made sense in the reverse if he came out with four 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 first and then she came around so that at least the beehive would have time to forgive him. Nah. Let her get that shit out first. Cause that that shit comes with a whole different energy and I'm glad her album came out what it was it over a year was it more than um, a year it was it, hers came out in like, like May 2016 and then yeah. 444 came out it was like late last year yeah was it late last year 
Uh, yeah, it was late last year. Hmm. Yeah, it was at least a year apart. We know that. Yeah, Yeah, at least a year apart. Okay, yeah. I feel like Beyonce, when she started talking that shit, especially, like, the kind of content that she was dropping in Lemonade that was, like... Did you like Lemonade? It was cool. Hmm. It was cool. I mean, I'm... Never in my life have I thoroughly listened to a Beyonce album. You haven't missed that much. The the content is cool. I love the visuals and all those things. That was great. But, like, you know, she too much power for my taste. Too much uh, femininity. Yeah. yeah. Not even even that. But, like, you know, the motherfuckers start looking at you crazy because Beyonce just said some shit about her and her relationship. I'm cool. Too much influence and power. She does have a lot of yeah. influence and power. She does. Yeah. She definitely does. Yeah, no. You can't lie. You don't like for a woman to feel empowered about themselves? And no, I do. I do. We're not going to put that out there. Their <laughs> <laughs> let's cut that out right now. Marky, you are now going into slanderous territory. So, like, let's just end that right there, please. I love my women. Peace to y'all. Um, <laughs> funny motherfucker. But um, on another note, Virgil, Virgil Abloh of Off White, recently has been signed the creative director of Men's Menswear. What's up? Big move. Huge. Very very big move. Um, you didn't say Louis Vuitton. What? A, what? You just said sign. You said the new creative director of Menswear. Oh shit! My bad. I thought I said Louis Vuitton. Okay. <laughs> Tweaking. Well, yeah. Creative director of Louis Vuitton. What's uh, understood doesn't have to be said. Oh, don't have yeah. to be said. Yeah. Everything in quotes. Um, but yeah, nah. Big move for Virgil, um, especially seeing the success of Off White um, and just how much he has been a um, just a staple. Um, not even in terms of like his work but just his voice in the fashion industry um, so it's going to be very interesting to see him leave his impression on that brand uh, I was actually quite I would have rather him being like the full creative director of Women's Louis Vuitton Women's Wear yeah, as well absolutely. yeah because I would love to I would love to see him do a lot of shit with their like handbags and shit you know I think that would be special but nonetheless I think he's going to elevate it for sure you know, and I think his influence uh, stems really deep, and you know, Louis Vuitton is already uh, in a direction where the popularity, you know, especially with the uh, Supreme collaboration mm-hmm. last year, you know, they're already in a good direction. So I think this will help both sides. You know, Virgil, in terms of his influence, I think that's going to be even bigger. Um, and then Louis Vuitton is just smart. I mean, yeah. the, really, the, smart. He, he he's very creative, um, and you know, like we talked about before, you know, how he gets his influence from his designs you know he went to school for architecture right Mm -hmm. so I mean I think that uh, I think it's going to be a good thing I'm I'm actually really curious to see how these pieces are going to look I'm kind of excited about it yeah he's going to get more um, more criticism than ever because a lot of people feel he's not a real designer Um, but I mean the work speaks for itself you can't really deny it in that regard so yeah, yeah. smart always, move on, um, both, on both ends, I think. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And you know, they always say any publicity is good publicity. Good publicity, so most definitely. People and, definitely going to be watching. And we got to note that, you know, well, he ain't from Chicago. I think the nigga from, like, well, he's African, but right. I, I think he was, right. I don't know if he was born here, but he at least grew up in near 
near Chicago and shit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was gonna be my mm-hmm. next question. You know, he's I think like Peoria or some yeah. shit like that. It was some near weird some shit. weird city. You know. near Close us. enough to to um, claim him. So yeah, 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 you know, there's a lot of cities and a lot of people do that. Towns out here that what they, they're from Carbondale. Yeah, they'll yeah, travel yeah. to California. Like, where are you from? I'm from Chicago. No, you're not. No, you're, not. You're, you're not. Like, no. can you just you're closer like, to St. Louis? <laughs> yeah, it's like you're not <laughs> from Chicago. But okay, there's nothing outside of Chicago in the state of Illinois, so I don't blame them. No, yeah. In other words, you you lived on the farmland and yeah. shit. Yeah. If I was from normal Illinois, my ass would be saying. Oh yeah, most definitely. <laughs> normal, normal's cool though. That's where you go to hang with white folks and get drunk. So, you know. Well, hey, I don't know. Them kind of drunks you might not come back from. Want to bite your face and shit. <laughs> bite you in the face. <laughs> definitely bite face right biting face. going on there yeah. for sure. Um, oh my god. <laughs> I just I. <laughs> Takashi Six Nine Breakfast Club interview the other day. Did y'all watch it? Yes. Yeah, I did. What'd you think about the, this foolery? It wasn't as much foolery as I thought it was gonna be. Yeah. I'll say that he had some valid points, um, but he just took a while getting around to him yeah. for me. He's not the most articulate person. No. But I definitely think he was more articulate than Cardi. But we also didn't expect him to be that articulate. No, that's the thing. I mean, I didn't expect to hear this gentleman, you know, talk and be well-spoken and, you know, be able to express his, you know, feelings and, you know, interview. I ain't gonna call that nigga well-spoken. I said, yeah. no, I said uh, I didn't exactly expect. Uh, you, okay. th- you think that I'm saying that he was well-spoken? He said blood, like, every four yeah. words. So, blood, boom. Boom, blood. <laughs> so, boom, Lance. <laughs> you know, but you know what? Like I said before, I think that, you know, in the interview, I was actually quite shocked, you know, because there were points where I felt like I can kind of understand where he was coming yeah. from and his justifying, you know, some of the trolling, you know what I mean, that he's done. And or he's just 21. some of his actions. Yeah, he's 21. He's really young. He's so. really young. Not a kid, though. Let's cut that shit no, out. No, no, no. Definitely not, not a kid. Yeah. But, I mean, when I was 21, I was a kid. Yeah, hey, we I, we only girl. say that, but you know what? I think that we say that now, just being you know some years older. You know what right. I mean? So looking at twenty one, because I thought at twenty one I had it all together. I'm, I'm like I'm grown. Like yeah. you can't tell me nothing. But I feel like so much stuff has happened between me being twenty one up until now, and mm-hmm. it's like damn, you know what I mean? And I'm not even you know yeah. out my third. I mean in my thirties yet. So I just feel like you know at this point he probably thinks he knows it all, but yeah. there might be some moments when he looks back like you know, years from now, like, did I say that shit? Or, you know how naturally people mature and grow or change their mindsets on a lot of things. So I think that uh, I'd be curious to see, you know, what comes about him in a couple years. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think he gonna make it that long. You don't think so? I really don't. You know, I I don't know what is the, well, I ain't gonna say I don't know, but like the industry's fascination with like gang rap certain yeah. artists that wear, you know, colors and flags. And from him being from Brooklyn, New York, claiming he's a blood. And then going out and, like, you know, not checking in and all the other shit. You know, it's it's just not really good for his, his character as an artist. I don't think, or rather, it's not necessary, you know. And I, I f- think you don't think it's good for his character as, a, as like, someone that's in the hip-hop community. Oh, yeah, of course, most definitely. But I think people who are outside of that community are looking at this like, oh, that's cool, like, I get an inside look into gang culture, and I know damn well I'm never going to step foot into 
that shit. See, but that's not cool though. Because I know that's not because cool. Now, because now but that's we, why he's marketable. Yeah, of course. Because now we put him in in a place where it's like the wrong nigga would catch him and crucify him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For the sake of this other person's entertainment that has no attachment to yeah. the culture at all. I totally, yeah. um, I totally agree that like I don't see him being in this industry long either due to the fact that like he's gonna get himself killed mm-hmm. or he's just not gonna be that relevant. I, I do see him as like another like phase or like another fad in the like mumble rap mm-hmm. turned like era. goth yeah era <laughs> like punk. Um, you know what? I, w- I was going to say, I think that my perception of societies and the general public's fascination with him is not only the gang culture, but I think that a lot of people kind of like train wrecks and they kind of like yeah. people who are entertaining and almost make a fool of themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's another reason why people are just so like interested and um, they are kind of fascinated by some of the shit that he does. Um, almost reminds me of Azalea Banks. The biggest difference, though, I would say is <laughs> with Azalea, I think because of the issues. She was in chicken blood. That's all. Y- y- <laughs> oh, my God. Did you guys see you saw the video? No. All right, we'll get back to that. Um, but I feel like with Azalea, it was a little bit different. One being because she's a woman, and I will say I do think it's a double standard. I think that, believe it or not, I think society is more okay with a guy being a little bit more outspoken or out there, so to speak, whereas a woman, you know what I mean? Especially I being black. Yeah, okay, there, there you go. Yeah, especially I feel being like black, I think that there's like a, a negative connotation with that. And then the fact that she's so overtly outspoken. And arrogant. And arrogant, which, and she's very talented, by the way. No, I'm not, she, she is. I, I'm not going to say that, you know, it's out of nowhere because Azalea actually is a really good rapper but it's not um, I think her trolling is overshadowed her music at this yeah. point and I think his trolling is almost neck and neck with his music you know yeah. what I mean so I think those are probably the biggest differences between the two but he acknowledges the fact that he is a troll and I don't know if I've ever heard Azalea acknowledge the fact that she trolls a lot and that she's been trolling for years yeah. and I think that's another reason why he's accepted more right. you know especially people, since like there's room in the industry for multiple like colorful hair ass trolls like where yeah. there's not room in the industry for multiple like black female, female rappers yeah trolls like there's yeah. not room for her so people don't make room for her i mean she, Cardi B is kind of a troll some of the stuff that she says on but Twitter it's especially more lighthearted, when she, I feel like I feel like um Azalea Banks comes off as well, like Cardi very, B would never call anybody out directly Azalea was like she would go all the way off yeah oh yeah Cardi is definitely more subliminal than Azalea is Um, but Cardi definitely says she comes off a little bit more as a hater Azalea Azalea, yeah yeah she does. And like I hating think, for no reason. And I think thing, it's you know? because when you see her comment on something, it's usually coming from um, a not so positive you know, direction. And I think that she obviously has opinions on everything. We know she's really opinionated, but we are focusing more so on her saying negative stuff. But a lot of the things that she says, I think a lot of people think. Is that is that weird? Like, I think feel like I've read enough of her trolling quote unquote trolling comments and I think a lot of people actually emphasize and understand where she's coming from yeah I mean I remember this is before her like rap career took off I remember following her and like oh my god who is this like she's funny as fuck like and she makes 
actual points. She's just not, I mean, she's never claimed to be, like, a scholar on, you know, the feminist movement or when it comes to, you know, any sort of, you know, activist. She's never, like, claimed to be this, like, articulate, like, well-spoken person or, like, the person to come to on these views. Like, she's never claimed to be that, so I feel like now that she has a booming career, people are expecting more out of her. Wait, who are you talking about? Cardi. Hold on. Oh, okay. We I'm like sorry. way off subject. Yeah. Wait. I, I, <laughs> Back I, to six nine. Oh God. Wait a minute, because I thought you were talking about Azalea the oh, whole Azalea? time. Oh, Azalea. No, no, no. When you said Boomer Crest, when I'm like, Ooh, wait a minute. Okay. But, but okay back to six okay. nine. Okay. In the and fuck all that the bullshit. Um, in the interview, um, you know him talking with Charlotte Blase. Um, from what I was peeping on Twitter, a lot of people were up in arms about him saying the N word. You know, and there was, you know, greater discussions about, you know, certain um, Latino people in hip hop in the culture, you know, uh, have in the past certain examples were like Fat Joe, Noriega. Um, Then, like, there was even a a greater discussion that dealt with, like, uh, distinctions among, like, white Hispanics and black Hispanics, which I, I found to be interesting, like, it never really dawned on me that a, a lot of black people per se had problems with um, certain Hispanic communities saying the N word. Like generally, I know coming up, we always thought Puerto Ricans were black. Yeah, you know, that was kind that's of that's like, kind of a running joke, though. You think so? I think so yeah. in the black community. Like, oh, you Puerto Rican? That's like that's black. Yeah, Puerto Ricans and Dominicans. Yeah, saying. and Dominicans. Yeah. Well. I know a lot of Dominicans that don't think so. So I don't know. It, it was just interesting because, like, you know, growing up, I grew up around a, a pretty diverse group of Puerto Ricans and Mexicans, which was really, like, the only um, groups of Latinos that I, like, came across in my younger years in Chicago. And um, Puerto Ricans, they say nigga pretty freely among each other, amongst us. There was no issue. Mexicans, it was kind of like, eh, if you was cool, we ain't trip, but then there was there were certain like Mexican kids that you can clearly see that they were um, they clung to their own culture. You know, they they were Mexicans that just so happened to live in America per se. Mm-hmm. You know, and they said nigga amongst themselves, but it was one of them things where it's like, yeah, that ain't really rock with us like that. So we, there was always some kind of like distinction about who can use the word and who's not. You know, growing up, you know, a little bit older, I mean, well, I won't give that right now. I mean, what, what do y'all think about that? Uh, I think that it's a complex conversation. Um, there's a lot of gray area for me. Um, me personally, I don't use the word that much, generally speaking, you know what I mean? And obviously, me being of a certain age, you know, I didn't experience a lot of um, the negative connotation that came behind the word, you know, from its origin. But, um, you know, I personally feel like it depends on the context mm-hmm. of the conversation. And it depends on the context on how it's used. Well, let's just say, let's just paint a picture then. Let's just say that there is no context about it that is meant in a, a negative way. From whichever mouth is saying it, we're not even dealing with anybody using it in a, in a very offensive, racist, negative right. way. 
how do we look at that? Give me a scenario. So, like, for instance, um, and we've even talk, talked about this before with, like, there was some, um, well, Cardi B addressed it herself, you know, in relation to her, you know, she always, well, her father allegedly told her that, you know, you're black. So it was, you know, her coming up from the Bronx, It there was no kind of, you never even think like, oh, this word doesn't represent me. Or I'm not, there was never a point in time where it's like, oh, I'm not a part of that struggle, so I can't use this word, you know. But then when I think about, like, in context to, like, certain Hispanic, and I think even talking with Margie, we had this conversation before, like, I can kind of understand the difference between somebody being, like, a black Hispanic versus a white one. You know what I'm saying? And and why one is treated differently than the other in terms of the usage of this word, you know? Well, um, I definitely think a lot of it goes with appearance, and I'm going to be straight up. Mm -hmm. I feel like if you look like you can be black, I feel like it's more acceptable for you to use the word mm -hmm. because of the origin of the word. And a general public's, um, not even general public's, but like people who are black um, who have a problem you know, with other um, races or ethnicities using the word. I think that if you look black, if you look blackish, then it's okay. You know what I mean? If you're invited to the picnic, I feel like people think it's okay. Okay, as in like you should be given a pass. You are given a pass okay. to use the N word. However, there are situations where there are people who are of mixed heritage who may favor, you know, the other ethnicity so like let's say they're puerto rican and black but they're very very light-skinned you know what i mean i think that people kind of get up in arms about right that person using it versus somebody who could be mixed the same way you know what i mean and can pass just as a black person mm -hmm. and um i so i think it goes more so into how the person looks i feel like it's appearance wise and i think that that's how society decides when it's more acceptable than being less acceptable versus what the person actually is in terms of their race. I think you have a point, but I think that there's also another level where if you have, if you identify with black culture as well, like if you grow up under that culture, that's all you know, then I feel like you also get a pass because like in combination with what you said mm -hmm. that you're you also if people see you on the street they assume that you're black because i feel like like what Rashad said in in reference to like people who are like mexican and they hold tight to their like culture or any culture and they hold tight to that culture they don't get a pass because they have their own culture to run back to. Uh -huh. I think that's where they just think. And they lies. definitely, I, I'm not going to say it, but there was definitely a word that like Mexican niggas used to describe other Mexicans. Oh, okay. And I mean, we don't got to get into that. So yeah. another I thought you were saying uh, like Mexicans that talk about black people and that's Moreno. Yes. Yeah. Yes, definitely. I've definitely heard that. Yeah. Especially working in the food industry. Yeah. Me and Lance worked together. Yes. Uh, we used to bartend together, and everybody used to say, oh, no, the Morenos. The Morenos, yeah. 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 I mean, so 
I think that the conversation is <laughs> is very complex because you also have the people who identify as black, you know, whether they're mixed with it or, you know, somebody who can be of a different race, but maybe grew up in a black neighborhood. And, right. You know what I mean? And they feel it's okay because they grew up, in their opinion, black, if that makes sense. Right. Um, so you have those individuals as well. Um, I feel but like. But they also have to recognize the fact that if they don't automatically look black, then uh, black people have a right to check them when it comes to like them speaking the in that way outside of the community that they came up in. Like, mm-hmm. the, of course, the people on your block that heard you use that word, they're going to be fine with it because they kind of, like, already, like, co-signed the use of your, like, you saying the word. But I feel like when it comes down to it and people come out of that and they, like, you know, move to a different city, a bigger city, and they're around people who aren't familiar with them, like, yeah, other people are going to be like, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. You know, because I don't know your background. I don't know that, you know, that your friend back home said it was okay for you to say, nigga, like, I don't know them. Mm -hmm. So I I think that they have that right to be checked about it, you know, especially if they have a community to go back to if they have a culture to go back to that that's their own and they can pass you know in certain circumstances where a black person couldn't if that makes any sense right what about in certain instances where someone may feel like um their their racial group of people endured similar struggles as us to where they can use that word. So, like, you know, historically, we can say, like, okay, Europeans, Spaniards, whatever, mm-hmm. brought slaves. They went to the islands among what is now Mexico, what is now Puerto Rican, I mean, Puerto Rican, Puerto Rico, Cuba, Dominican Republic, and they did certain things to the, the original inhabitants of that land. Right. So it's like now, okay, we too had interactions with white people. They treated us poorly and bad mm-hmm. too and blase. You know, some people look look at look at their ability to say nigga as a part of that particular struggle, which is something that we do relate to as so called African American people. You know what I'm saying? But I still think it's different. Like it's different. I still think that for the majority and you know, I'm not specific like this is a generalization, but I think that for the majority a lot of Latinos, they have their own communities, you know, to go back to. Black people were totally stripped from any sort of culture mm-hmm. that they had from homelands. Like, most black people can't go on Ancestry.com and find out who great, 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 great grandma was. Because great, great grandma was a slave. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if you don't have that sort, like, I feel like the people who have that sort of background they have full license over the word. You know what I mean? And it's up to them on what to do with that word. Mm -hmm. May I ask um, you specifically, when when you're speaking in terms of um, people using the word, are you speaking on how you feel specifically? Yeah, I feel like that's the only, like, reference that I really have. Um, And I never, like, had this talk when I was growing up because, honestly... 
black culture is the only culture that I was raised off of. Like, I was only raised around my grandparents, my aunties, all black. All of my Japanese family is in Japan. So the reference that I have is only of black culture and, like, you know, peeping through through that lens. You know what I mean? Um, and I feel like I didn't get cultured on the origins until college, maybe, hmm. you know, where I kind of had, like, a firm foundation that, like, yeah, absolutely, you know, black people have a, a right to police this word. Be, if If what we're doing is reclaiming this word then other people don't get to reclaim something that was never, like, forced on them. So when, uh, let's just talk about, like, rappers specifically, right? When they use the N-word, you personally, have you ever had any reservations with anybody using it? Like, when you heard it, did it, like... Because, like, I can, real shit, there's certain people that, at least if, if I physically perceive them to not be... Um, of the culture or not even being like relative to me at all and they say nigga like generally I don't really give a fuck about those words but there's something in you it kind of yeah definitely a cringe to it yeah definitely a cringe and and there was something about in in respect to like the the 6ix9ine interview right there was something about it even in those moments that he said it they was like yeah it's a little cringy you know I feel like it flows off the tongue when like Charlamagne says it and because he's like right next to him, mm-hmm. there's a direct, you know, there's a direct um, comparison between the two. And when Charlemagne says it, it's natural. It flows off the tongue. When Six Nine said it, it was like, eh, I don't know if that's for you, man. Right. You know. Right. I feel like all it takes is for one black person in the room to be like, eh, and to, you're to out, you're out, you're <laughs> the done. One veto. Like you have lost that, you know. Do you feel that way though? Because a lot of people don't like him. No, because actually, Junior's a, a fan. Like, when I'm riding with Junior, like, he, he will play it because he likes, he likes that shit. He likes that, like, he likes, um, not Lil Uzi, but he likes, um, what's his name? <laughs> From Chicago. The, um... Herbo? No. It'll come back to me. But he likes that, like, gangster rap, like, like, crazy, like... Like kind of like party type. Chief Keith. Yes. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> yes, he like he like when we first were friends, he would play Chief Keith all the time. Like he Yo, likes that shit. I can't wait to run into Julia to tell him the stories that you tell us about his music choices. <laughs> <laughs> this is also the man that that likes uh, Justin Bieber. Just to Funny. put that out there. So I mean, he's he's got. A wide range of uh, of taste. Million dollar question. What does he say, nigga? No. <laughs> so, Absolutely. So, not. so okay. So I'm gonna speak more specific. You know. He doesn't like for me to say it. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. It's interesting. Um, I feel like for me, when I, the first time that I felt. And almost an alarm go off when someone used the N-word in terms of celebrity <laughs> was when um, J-Lo said it in I'm Real. Um, I don't remember that. The I'm Real remix with Ja Rule, she said it. 
Now, allegedly, he wrote that. He did. He okay. did. No, Ja Rule, ja Rule wrote that. I wonder. She sang it, though. You know what I mean? And I know a lot of people were, like, kind of up in arms about it, but it's like, I've never heard anyone have any reservations about Fat Joe using that. Never. So, never. what's the difference? Is it because she's a woman? Is it because he was... Because they're both Puerto Rican. So, you know what I mean? Like, I don't... But I know for me, because when that song came out, I was maybe like 10 years old. Yeah. You know what I mean? So at that point, it was um, it was taken a little bit different. You know what I mean? So for me, I feel like it's so normalized now that it's not as big of a deal. Because I don't even know if it was a big deal for me back then. I think that it was just so different and so unexpected that she said it. And I don't know if it was because of her background or the music that she had put out before or, you know, because prior to that, she was more considered a pop artist. And then she right. kind of did a lot of hip hop collaborations in, during that era. You know yeah. what I mean? But um, I I feel like in New York, especially, and you correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, I feel like culturally it is more acceptable and Puerto Ricans in New York or East right. Coast maybe are or maybe the majority of themselves consider they themselves the black or yeah, get that pass. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even here. I feel like even here, yeah. Puerto Ricans in Chicago. I do consider... kind of feel like there's probably, I mean, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I always think of like New York as just like this grimy, like you got to like crawl through the mud type place. So, <laughs> Concrete jungle. Yeah, man. So I kind of feel like oh, maybe some of them have even more blacker experiences than I do. So, hell, like, who am I? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, the only, there's only one, well, I'm not even going to get to that. But J-Lo doesn't get the pass. Just to um, clarify that situation. But why? That's the question. Why? But why? I don't know. I feel like she's got such, like, European beauty, like, standards. Like, she doesn't That Joe is lighter than her. True. I'm not saying it's okay for Fat Joe. I'm just. Though. I just want to know people's rationale behind that. Like, because I feel that, like you have a problem with her, then you should have a problem with Fat Joe using it. If she it. said that now, I like would really have a problem. Well, like, well, right now we're in a state we're in, of it's like a totally different time. <laughs> and see, this goes into I think we talked on this last podcast, like what you think people perceive of you yeah. and what the world does two fucking different things. You know what I'm saying? This conversation adds on to that perfectly. Um, I mean, for me, like, that's a good-ass point that you brought that shit up. Because, like, as a kid, like, I definitely heard that shit and I found it like, oh, okay, that's odd. It never really resonated as in, like, oh, why she say that? Or, such or, such. No, the uh, J-Lo. J-Lo. I remember that. I, I remember I, being a As a deal. kid, I never, even now, honestly, until just recently, I never questioned, like, Fat Joe saying, nigga, like, you shouldn't say that. I never formed you know as yeah, hell right. to my thought. I don't never. even. I think I know what it is. I had a light bulb. You guys ready? Fat? You guys ready? No. He's not really as fat as he used to be. That's what I'm saying. So but that has nothing to do with anyway. No, no, no. You lost some weight. <laughs> I think that if J-Lo's... If people's perception of J Lo was more like hood bitch, like rather than grimy, just like delicate, because she's very Latino still polished. Yeah. Like there's there's two sides to J Lo, and I think that if she was more of a Cardi B esque like type, I think that people society back then and even now would not make as big of a deal. But because she at one point was an A-list, you know what I mean? Like movie star, singer, model, you know, had perfumes. Like, you know what I mean? I think that it's perceived different, but I still stick to 
what I say because I feel like if it's a problem for her to say it, then I feel like Fat Joe shouldn't be able to. And me personally, I don't have an issue in 2018 with either one of them using the word because I think at this point or even back in 2001, when she said it on the song and recorded it that way, I think that the 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 word had a different meaning behind it. I think that it was used in a different context. And I think that it's very normal, especially being from New York, for a Puerto Rican um, to use that word and not have any negative connotation and being able to relate to a lot of the things that black people dealt with. I think I, think I too, have a light bulb that oh, went let's off. Hear. Okay. So I think that the difference is that J-Lo could put on several different hats at that time. Like, she could put on the pop star hat. She could put on the, you know, the backup dancer hat. She could put on the, like, vixen, the, like, glamour. Like, she could put on, and then she could also put on those juicy couture uh, sweatpants, the velour jumpsuit, and be hood with Ja Rule. Let's not forget her, her prior association with Puffy. Okay. That yeah. Right, right, right. That was only a year. The, that was only about a year apart when they broke up too. So mm-hmm. that was like fresh. She went to jail for him. She got a mugshot. No. Well, she had a mugshot. She had a mugshot. She was. Okay. She, she got, got a mugshot that night. Club, but she didn't yeah. get booked for that. Yeah, though. she didn't get booked for it. Shine but she took got the, all that. Time. She got the mugshot. <laughs> but at the same time, I don't he think did. that. Um, I don't think that that Fat Joe could like flip and and like put on the uh, the Justin Timberlake hat or like any other hat at that time. I don't think that he could have flipped and done. Or even done, now, yeah. Or yeah, or even now. I think that like his like sort of raw like hip hop appeal was rooted and so people were like, okay, he gets a pass. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the difference. If you can flip flop and you can be passing to do all these other things, then you don't you don't get to use that. Like, I don't think that you get a pass. So let me ask you guys this. Let's just get straight to it then. Do you feel like there should be a distinction? Um, and um, and we're speaking right now into the Spanish culture. Um, do you feel like there's a distinction? Do you feel like people can say it and some people can't say it? Who do you feel like can say it? Who do you feel like cannot say it? Before I'm a, before we like get directly into that, I'm, as I'm thinking to myself about this conversation, I don't like the idea of like... You get a pass because you are a part of, like, this particular struggle. Or you get a pass because, like, you from the fucking Bronx and you from the hood. Because, like, for me, that kind of says that um, to even label or to even utter the word nigga has some kind of association with something that is, like, um, less of class, because we are attaching it to mm. struggle. We are attaching yeah. it to being from the hood. But yet, every culture, every racial group of people has a derogatory slur. But yet, those on any situation, so on all cases, cannot be used. And if you do, then it's racist. But like, nigga, this one word... And and I and I understand from us coming from like you know urban cities through hip hop the culture the music the shit that just flows. I don't. Eh, it's. I feel like they should. It should be treated on the level of the of of the other words at the same time. I don't think it should. I think it's one of those things that's like taboo, like tattoos. Mm-hmm. You know where it's like. 
you can be allowed into certain circles with tattoos. I mean, this is like a really a huge jump from mm-hmm. that word because there's history that goes into that. Mm-hmm. But there was a time where if you had tattoos, you're not getting any jobs where like you're you're the face of a company. You're not getting any jobs because you have tattoos. It's mm-hmm. like it's like a like you're stuck in that class that you were born into because you have tattoos. Mm-hmm. Like that's it. And they were like branding. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And now even now there are certain places that you are limited from if you have tattoos. Yeah. I think still. I mean, of course, we're a lot more lax, but I feel like it goes hand in hand where if you can get into these places, you know, and cover up your tattoos, then you don't belong with the biker gang that like they're dedicated to this shit. They don't tat it their face. They don't tat it like everything. Like this is what they do. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's kind of like it's not the same thing. Right. But this is like the best example I'm trying to give. Yeah. I Does mean, that make sense? Kinda. It, it kind of makes sense. I yeah. can I can dig it. Well, I mean if. If that is the case and that's how we're going to treat it, then, like, we definitely need distinctions among people. Because how I look at it, if, if if our word gets treated like that and is that loose to where you can come in and out of it based upon, you know, um, this hip-hop culture or growing up in the hood, then, yeah, we need, we need distinctions among motherfuckers right. that be like, nah, my nigga, you can't say that shit. Be easy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and relative to this conversation, I mean, me personally, I do believe that there are different, cl- well, not classes, but like racial groups among Hispanic people. Oh, yeah. They... That you can easily I- identify mm-hmm. in my in my particular uh, opinion. Because um, anybody can speak a language, but we have to understand that within language contains history and culture. Right. But at the same time, anyone can learn those things my thing is I I feel like if people who are like why can't I say it if they sat and kind of studied the history behind it they wouldn't want to say it Mm -hmm. anymore right like the reason why it's like not even like special I'll even give you a great example cause we like we lightly joke upon Rachel Dozar whatever (laughs) her name is right (laughs) she claimed that she was able to understand the black experience, right? Yeah, you're gonna sigh at the <laughs> sigh on this one. <laughs> she was able to to feel what it meant to be a black or a black woman. Now we are applying that same thought process when it comes. No. You can't say <laughs> no because you are the one. You're the one that just said no. that certain people should be able to get a pass based upon their cultural understanding. No, but no, I'm saying they should get a pass based off of what they have access to. They should get a pass based off of what they their upbringing and their access to information and their access to. Um to the culture is mm-hmm. you know what I mean and if you have access to other things that black people don't you don't get a pass <laughs> um okay so before everything was exposed <laughs> right before everything was like exposed you just crept on into this one. <laughs> did you 
think by appearance that she was a black woman? No. Did you think she was like of mixed heritage? Did you well, think the there was any is, black in her before you knew that know, she wasn't? I didn't know anything about this lady until her parents came out like, she lying. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know anything about her. I definitely her. thought that it was possible that she could have been of mixed heritage. I, I've seen black women that look like her. Yeah, most definitely. But you can tell. Like, you can kind of tell. When she wore I don't braids, think it's that easy. you can tell. Oh, I don't think so. I don't think so because I, I, I for one, have seen a lot of black people who come in 50 different shades. It's the truth. Yeah. You know what I mean? And not justifying or saying that, I mean, something's not, we know that she's not, she doesn't have it all up there, right? But do we know exactly how long she was kind of... Um, doing this like I'm a black woman like how long she was like doing the freckles and all that I don't know. okay because my point would be um, <laughs> said doing the freckles she got freckles that's hers oh I thought she I thought she drew those no, those are like real freckles oh those are hers yeah. oh okay well I thought I would think that depending upon how long she tried to come off as a black woman in terms of appearance mm-hmm. that she may have she dealt with right? no no absolutely not what I was gonna say is that she may have dealt with some of the um, some of the things that black women deal with on a daily basis, just based off of her appearance. Because cool, but she brought it on herself. Well, no, 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 right, right, and that's what I'm saying. I mean, I'm not like I said, I'm not justifying her actions or saying that it would have been okay for her to use the N word. But I do think there would have been a level of uh, wasn't her under- husband black? Yeah. Okay. So I do think that there definitely would have been a level it's of understanding. Way, you know what I mean? The whole time he knew. I don't know. He had to know. Had to know. You're married to somebody. He co-signed that shit. Probably gave it an idea. Anyway, I was just Disguise saying. yourself, I, I just, bitch. I just, you know, I just feel like that there may have been a point where she making could me tired. Have, where You guys are so crazy. That she may have understood some of the black woman's struggle because of her appearance. That's all I'm saying. The, the, the woman's crazy. The bitch is crazy. We know that. So anyway, we'll leave that there. Oh, my God. Too fucking funny. Yeah, I crazy. <laughs> Definitely. But I... Oh, my God. Um, but this conversation, I definitely think, is uh, a much... It's a, not necessarily a new, but I think we're creeping upon new avenues of this conversation in terms of at least what I call cultural clarity. Yeah. In terms of like... I like that. People having clear... Don't steal my shit. Having uh, clear... Going straight to Twitter. Definitions just about, you know, who they are and, and why that is. I mean, we saw this a few months ago with um, Amara... Amara... La Negra. La Negra. You know, um, her being... Dominican and uh, well Lance you know nobody's gonna but see the thing is nobody's going to question because of the amount of melanin in her complexion nobody's ever going to say to her you know what I mean or really be up in arms about her using the n-word if she decided to you know what I'm saying that's that's what I mean in terms of um, appearance like I feel like uh, you know she and she talked about it on the show briefly, you know, she said that, you know, there was points where and still now where she feels like she wasn't black enough. And then, yeah. you know, they also made her feel like she wasn't, you know, Dominican enough either. So um, there's also a division inside of the Hispanic culture as well. Oh, absolutely. From like 
to dark skin Anywhere too. Anywhere you go, the darker you are, the more oppression you're gonna get, the more slurs you're gonna hear yeah. throughout your lifetime. That's just the the way, the very unfortunate way of the world. I feel like one one visit to any of her social media, and you're gonna find some comments to be like, oh yeah, she gets a pass, like mm-hmm. <laughs> like she, you know what I mean. So I I, I think that. <laughs> It's kind of hard to say a definite yes or a definite no to specific no, people. No, there are a lot of um, nuances. To, it, well, 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 let me, okay, let me clarify what I'm saying because I don't want this to be taken the wrong way. I mean, no, I wouldn't be okay with, you know what I mean? I wouldn't be okay with a white person saying it. Ever. Taylor period. Taylor like, there's no, no. Oh. There's no exception in my head for a white person to use it regardless of the context because of where it came from, how it was used, and the fact that, you know, it kind of came from them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, if it's somebody who's half black, half white, yeah, in my head, they kind of do get a pass. You know what I mean? Right. Now, for me, but I feel like society, if they look white, they have a problem with it. Although they could be straight up half black, half white. Right. You know what I mean? Right. For me, it's a little bit different. I'm a little bit more open-minded. Because you have a right to at least question it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, it, like, I feel like at any point I can, you know what I mean? Like, no, you can't do that. You know what I mean? But I think that the general public just bases it off of how black you look. Mm-hmm. And that's just what, that's just the truth. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to question, like, Lala Anthony. If she said you got a problem with it, no. no. You? Okay, but then you have Zoe Saldana, who is Afro-Latina, too, right? Mm-hmm. She's also um, what? not claimed her blackness. In- she claims Afro-Latina, See, though. But that's, that's the thing, though. See, and I know what you mean. Like, I've never heard Zoe go on record and say that she was. And that's another thing. Some people say Afro-Latina. Yeah. Then you have those that say black. So some people like to keep their cultural clarity or their heritage confined to the the geographical place that they're born or know that their parents are from. I find that in a lot of cases, those people, well, those people, they don't really relate to what we generally term black culture the same. They look at it as as like it's it's almost as if like two two groups of people had a relationship with each other and it's like boom we're the products of that but yet we're not like y'all niggas over here right you know the thing I don't like about Zoe Saldana is that I I do feel like she had a um she had an interview where she was like no I'm not black like um, yeah. she she said right. something she directly yeah. and then she went and took a role to play Nina, Nina, Nina Simone. Simone. And I really didn't like that. I have no problem with it. Why not? I well, one because the other people who actually looked like Nia and Simone didn't audition for the role or didn't get selected in that regards. Yeah, granted, they had to do a whole lot of shit, change her nose and blase. But at the at the end of the day, she still is a, a woman of African descent in that regard. We ain't gonna act like. But they I don't just... think you get to tell a story of a, of a black woman if you're not ready to claim your. No, own I, I disagree. I, don't like I disagree. That. I disagree. You're an actress. Isn't this your right, job? job? Like, okay, it's a, it's a job. okay. Let's say we got um we got um Charlize Theron to play Nina Simone. How do we? That's blackface. That? It's different. But let she me let me blackface. let me let me let me just clarify something though because I actually have Zoe's quote. Okay. Okay. I just want to make sure that we say the right thing. Yeah. You know, put you know stuff out there. Okay. So she says, this is from 2013, by the way. She says, I am proud to be Latina. 
said Zoe in a 2013 interview with Glam Beliza Latina. I will not accept anyone telling me that I'm less or whatever because to me that is just hysterical. But I don't like to break and divide myself into these small little categories like I'm an American, a woman, a Latina, a black Latina. No, I am Zoe. All right, end quote. So I think that that was a l- maybe a little maybe bit different. Maybe taken out of... I feel like your perception of what she said okay. may be a little bit taken out of context. Because yeah. I feel like I kind of understand what she was saying. I understand what she's saying now. It's been a long time since I like read that or heard right. anything about it. Right. And maybe maybe I did like most people do. And I latched on to one thing. I was like, oh, nope. I do know a lot of motherfuckers do like to tiptoe around yeah. that shit, though, for sure. I can understand her keeping that open for role purposes, like being able to get different roles, because I think she is racially ambiguous. She's able to get roles that maybe she wouldn't if she like really was open about, like, mm-hmm. I'm Afro-Latina. But at the same time, anytime you are doing big movies, doing big things, and you're getting notoriety... It's kind of important to the black community that are like rooting for you that you claim that shit or you're gonna like get dropped from that. Am I wrong? No. I don't I, I wouldn't say wrong though. No. no, I wouldn't. Who who else who who else was recently um looked upon as being um an appropriator, but we can probably look at them as being somewhat racially ambiguous. Um what's doing that? He won a Grammy this year. Bruno Mars is Bruno not black Mars. at all, though. No. He's not black at Why? all. Because of his ethnicity. What is he Cuban? There's nothing. There's nothing. He's Filipino, Cuban, Irish, and something else. Like, there's no... Cubans. Well... I regard Cubans as being black. <sighs> I kind of tricked you into that one. I just wanted to see what you was going to say. But, like, I regard I'm Cubans as... He's <laughs> never said, but he's never said the word, though. He's never said it. I mean, we haven't heard him. Not, not in his music. But right. the thing is, he hasn't had to. Like, a lot of his shows and a lot of, like, what his, like, personality is on stage is of, like, a black sort of, like, caricature of, like, what a, like... <laughs> pop or I don't know I don't know what category he's in but like of what that would be he skates the lines of so this, is, this is my question so I'm just trying to figure out a certain basis on how we can distinguish, distinguish things so are we gonna do it based upon like because from looking at his skin color you would say that he's a person of color he absolutely is so yeah. in my opinion in, in my general thought a person of color should be able to use the n-word because you're black but everybody but you see he may not even um he may not even consider himself black though does he have access to puerto rican and cuban culture i don't know no when i when i looked it up recently because it was um it was something on twitter talking about um his background in terms of ethnicity and there he's not (sighs) okay i don't know if he considers himself black or not so I think that the conversation depending upon how he regarded himself I thought he was open with it like I'm not black I mean I've never heard him like I don't really you know I'm he's not never really confirmed it you're right he's never and, like, I, and I think it's on purpose right I think yeah. that there's a reason why he doesn't necessarily just come out and say I'm not because a lot of people assume assume that he is without actually doing their homework and because he is invited to the picnic 
so to speak. <laughs> Bruno was cool. A lot of black people like him. It is what it is. Yeah. But I re- and we were too young for this. But I do know that back in the day when Mariah Carey came out, mm-hmm. who is she? Her mother is um, Irish American, and her father father is Afro Latino. He's from Venezuela. Okay, and we all regard her as being black. Yes, no yeah. hesitation. It is what it, is, what it right. is. Now, back when she came out, though, it wasn't the same because okay. she never came out specifically like early 90s and said this is what I am and because she's very racially ambiguous a lot of people would just like you know is she Hispanic is she black is she what is she you know what I'm saying I don't think anybody put her in the like Latin box well you see the difference is so when we were really 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 young at that point she was straight up like pop ballads and once we got old enough to know who she is is when she started collabing and doing hip hop collaborations And I think that that was like a merge and a change. So like now I feel like it's cool for her to, I, and I wouldn't have any reservation with her using it, right? But I mean, is it by association because of what she's done, because we know her ethnicity or how she looks? Because if we based off how she looks, I mean, some people still feel like she doesn't look black, you know, although I know that she does have it in her, right? But it, I don't know. I mean, I just think that some people are okay with it. Some people are not. I, I say it's a gray area. I don't know how we can distinguish. I don't. I don't know. I think it's person to person to be straight up. Person to person. Okay, that's cool. I mean, I I definitely think that this is a, a conversation that is like very valid. I definitely want to have this again next time. Let's get some like qualified people to come in and, and give their angles on that. Yeah. Uh, and of course, you guys can always shoot us an email at whatupjoe at gmail dot com. Um, you know, and just hit us up. You know, um, but yeah, definitely cultural clarity. Um, some of us need more education on these subjects, and if not, we're just gonna keep throwing these thoughts and ideas around. But I definitely think that there is a, a right and wrong, yeah, to and this we particular just subject. Nailed it I don't think I don't I don't even it. think like in terms of society that we even hit it on the head. At least for me, my rule of thumb is like if you. Look black, you a nigga to me. I mean, generally, that's how I gauge people when I'm in the world. I mean, based upon just genetic features, just like if you look a little brown, somewhere in there, I think you're black. You know, and I mean, you get my past. So it is what it is. But, you know, cultural clarity once again. So in the in two great words of two different people, um, the most honorable Elijah Muhammad said, accept your own and be yourself. Paul Mooney said, everybody want to be a nigga? Don't nobody want to be a nigga. We out. Peace.